0: we know then i can tell you what we know and if someone else knows okay i mean it's just i'm
1: just gonna be more specific
0: the how is simple enough
2: it's the why that troubles me
3: say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn
4: time
1: episode 194 of Mullen Zane's Podcast of Rambling Randomness, and it is a special story time edition. We will have our regular Hannah with her Finnish facts for you today. We will also have Eleanor Wrestling, and uh, we will be telling you stories. Well, I will be playing you stories from uh, a a little bit in our history here, from the past four years we've been doing this. So uh, why don't you guys sit back, relax. And enjoy. Me and Zane have been off for a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll be back next week. So uh, enjoy. Sir, we had mentioned earlier that we have this little contest going on, Fox
0: and Socks. I'm gonna do this. Zane I'm gonna is do gonna do this, do this shit right now. He's gonna do this like no Brutus. I I'm, I'm I've got a dry mouth. <laughs> I Best finished my do. coffee. Wait, I got a little little bit left. Hold on. All right. <laughs> okay. Z gonna go Here first. Here we go. This is a fox and socks. Now, like
1: I said, you don't have to speed read it.
0: Fox, socks, box, knots. Knots and box, fox and socks. Knock on fox and fox and box. Socks on knocks and knocks and box. Fox and socks on box and knocks. Chicks with bricks come. Chicks with blocks come. Chicks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir. Look, sir. Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with bl- chicks and clocks, sir. First, I'll make a qu- a quick trick brick stack. Then I'll make a quick trick block stack. And here's a new trick, Mr. Knock. Socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks on bricks and blocks. Now we come to tricks and talks, sir. Try to say this, Mr. Knock, sir. Knock on fox, tick. And clocks on knock, talk. Six, sick, bricks, tick. Sick, (laughs) six, sick, clike. Chicks talk, <laughs> please, sir. I don't like this trick, sir. My tongue isn't quick on slick, sir. I get all those tricks and clocks, sir. Mix up with those chicks and tocks sir. I can't do it, Mr. Fox, sir. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Knox, sir. Here's an easy game to play. Here's an easy thing to say. New socks, two socks. Who socks? Who socks? Who's Sue's? Who's socks? Sue Sue Sue's socks. Who? sees who sue so that's so, so those new socks sir and see so, sue so sue is new <laughs> socks sir that's not easy mr <laughs> fox sir. Who care? Who comes? Cl- crow comes. Slow Joe Crow comes. Oh, so's crows' clothes. Sue so's crows' clothes. Slow Joe Crow Sue so's. Though who's clothes? Sue's clothes. Sue sews socks of fox in socks now. <laughs> <laughs> Hose, oh, hose goes, rose grows, nose hose grows, some crows, rose grows, some. Mr. Fox, I hate this game, sir. This game makes my tongue quite lame, sir. Mr. Fox, oh, no, that's not Mr. Fox, that's Mr. Knox, sir. What a shame, sir. Well, let's find something new to do now. Here is lots of new blue goo now. New goo, blue goo, gooey goo, blue goo, no goo. Goody goo for chewing chew, for chewy chewing. That's what that gooey goose is doing. Do you choose to chew goo too, sir? If sir, you sir, choose to chew, sir. With the goo-goose chew, sir, do sir, Mr. Fox, sir, I would do it, I can't say, I won't chew it, very well, sir, Step this way, we'll find another game to play, bim comes, Ben comes, bim, brings, Ben, broom, Ben brings, brim, broom, ben, bens <laughs> brims broom. I lost my place. Oh, man. Ben, well, bends. Ben Brins, Brim's Broom. Brim Ben's, Ben's Broom. Brim Ben's, 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 Ben's beat, neck Ben's, Broom Breaks. Brim Ben's, Broom Breaks. Who's Ben? Ben's Band, Bim's Band. Big Band, Pig Band's. Bim and Bim lead bands with brooms. Bens band, band bangs and band Bim's band booms. Bit pig band, boom band, big band, broom band. My mouth, ma- My poor mouth can't say that. No, sir, my poor mouth is much too slow, sir. Well then, bring your mouth this way. I'll find something you can say. Luke luck likes lakes. Luke's duck likes lakes. Luke luck licks lakes. Luck's duck licks lakes. Duck takes licks in lakes. Loom luck likes. Luke luck takes licks in lake duck Likes, I can't blab such blimber blumber. My tongue isn't much made of rubber. Mr. Knock, how now? Come now, come now! You don't have to be so dumb now. Try to say this, Mr. Knock, please. Though three, three cheese trees, three free fleas flew, while these fleas flew, freezy breezy blue, freezy breeze made these three trees freeze. Sneeze. No. That's what makes these three free fleas sneeze. Stop it. Stop it. That's enough, sir. I can't say such silly stuff, sir. Very well. Then, Mr. Knox, sir, let's have a little talk about Tweedle... Tweedle (laughs) beetles. What do you know about Tweedle beetles? Well, when Tweedle beetles fight, it's called a tweedle tweedle beetle battle and when they battle in a puddle it's a tweedle beetle puddle battle and when tweedle beetle battles with paddles in a puddle they call it a tweedle beetle puddle paddle battle and when beetles battle beetles in a puddle paddle battle and the beetle battle puddles is a Puddle in a bottle. They call this a twiddle, beetle, bottle, puddle, paddle, battle, muddle. And when the beetles fight these battles in a bottle with a, their paddles and the bottles on the poodle and the poodles eating noodles, they call this a moodle, poodle, tw- twiddle, po- poodle, beetle, noodle. Bottles, battle, battle, and wait a minute, Mister Socks Fox. When a fox is in a bottle, where the Tweedle Beetles battle. With their paddles in a puddle on a noodle-eating poodle, this is what they call a Tweedle-Beetle-Noodle-Poodle-Battle-Paddle-Muddle-Duddle-Fuddle-Wuddle-Fox in a sock, Sir Fox in a socks. Our game is done, sir. Thank you for lots of fun,
1: sir. And that was Z-Money reading Dr. Seuss's box in Socks. In a laid-back California town of sunny San Rafael, lived a girl named Pearly Sweetcake. You probably knew her well. She'd been stoned 15 over 18 years, and the story was widely told that she could smoke him faster than anyone could roll. Her legend finally reached New York, that Grove Street walk-up flat, where dwelt the Calistoga kid, a beatnik from the past. With long brown lightning fingers, he takes a cultured toke and says, hell, I can roll them faster, Jim, than any bitch can smoke. So a note gets sent to San Rafael For the championship of the world The kid demands a smoke-off We'll bring him on, says Pearl I'll grind his fingers off his hands He'll roll until he drops Says Calistoga, I'll smoke that bitch Till she blows up and pops So they rent out Yankee Stadium And the word is quickly spread Come one, come all Who walk or crawl Price just two lids ahead (laughs) And from every town and hamlet over land and sea they speed, the world's greatest dopers with the world's greatest weed, hashishes from Morocco and smokers from Peru, and the shamniks from Bagoon who smoke the deadly pugaru, and those who call it light of life, and those that call it boo. <laughs> See the dealers and their ladies wearing turquoise lace and leather. See the narcos and the closet smokers puffing all together. From the teenies who smoke legal to the ones who've done some time to the old man who smoked reefer back before it was a crime. And the grand old house that Ruth built is filled with the smoking cries of 50,000 screaming heads all stoned out of their minds. And they play the national anthem and the crowd lets out a roar as the spotlight hits the kid and pearl ready for their smoking war at a table piled up high with grass as high as a mountain peak just tops and buds of the rarest flowers not one stem branch or seed maui wowie panama red and acapulco gold Keith from east afghanistan and uh rare alaskan gold sticks from thailand ganja from the islands and bangkok's blooming best and some of that wet imported shit that capsized off Key West. <laughs> oaxen Tops and Kenya Bang and Riviera Flowers and that rare Manhattan Silver that grows down in the New York sewers. And there's bubbling ice-cold lemonade and sweet grapes by the bunches. And there's Hershey bars and Oreos, case uh, anybody gets the munchies. <laughs> and the Calistoga Kid, he sneers and pearly just sits and grins. As the drums roll low, and the crowd yells go, and the world's first smoke-off begins. Kid flicks his magic fingers once, and zap that first joint's rolled. Pearl takes one drag with the mighty lungs, and whoosh, that roach is cold. (laughs) Then the kid, he rolls his super bomb that'd paralyze a moose. And Perler takes one super hit, and slurp, that bomb's diffused. (laughs) Then he rolls three in just ten seconds, and she smokes him up in nine. And everybody sits back and says, (laughs) this might just take some time. See the blur of flying fingers, see the red coal burning bright. As the night turns into morning, and the morning fades into night. And the autumn turns to summer, and a whole damn year is gone. But the two still sit on that roach-filled stage, smoking and rolling on. With trembling hands, he rolls his jays with fingers blue and stiff. She coughs and stares with bloodshot gaze and puffs through blistered lips. And as she reaches out her hand for another stick of gold, the kitty gasps. God damn it, bitch. (coughs) There's nothing left to roll. Nothing left to roll, screams Pearl. Is this some kind of twisted joke? I didn't come here to fuck around, man. I came here to smoke. And she reaches across the table and grabs his bonus sleeves. And she crumbles his body between her hands like dried and brittle leaves. Flicking out his teeth and bones like useless stems and seeds. And then she rolls him in a zigzag and uh, lights him like a roach. And the fastest man with the fastest hands goes up in a puff. Of smoke, in the laid-back California town of sunny San Rafael, there's a girl named Pearly Sweetcake. You probably knew her well. She's been stoned 21 over 24 years, and the story's is sold. How she can smoke them faster than anyone can roll. While off in New York City, on a street that has no name, there's the hands of the Calistoga Kid in the Viper Hall of Fame. And underneath his fingers, there's a little golden scroll that says, Beware of being the roller when there's nothing left to roll. Maybe
4: I am insane. Maybe I am insane. And maybe it's time for you
1: to find out how insane I am. Yeah. With
0: Eleanor!
3: everyone. My name is Eleanor Wrestling on the Mullen Stones podcast of Rambling Randomness. Today, I'll be recapping everything that went down this past week in WWE television on Raw, NXT and Smackdown. Be sure to subscribe to me on my YouTube channel, Eleanor Wrestling. Follow me on Twitter at it's Eleanor W and on Instagram at Eleanor underscore underscore wrestling. Right, let's get on with the recap. So, on Monday Night Raw, Drop and the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch defeated Liv Morgan and Bianca Bella in a tag team match. Kevin Owens defeated the United States champion Damian Priest to earn a future US title opportunity. RK Bro crashed the Royal Tag Team Champions Alpha Academy's graduation ceremony and got themselves a well-deserved rematch. Austin Theory defeated Finn Balor. Nikki A.S.H. launched another vicious attack on Rhea Ripley. I must have defeated Reggie in literally a squash match. The Miz and Maurice got one over over Bet Edge and Beth Phoenix. That was vicious because Maurice literally hit Beth Phoenix with a brick that was in her handbag. That was crazy. The true promise Ray and Dominic Mysterio defeated Ziggler, Singer, Apollo Cruz and Commander received in an eight-man tag team match and in the main event Bobby Lashley defeated Seth Rollins via disqualification after interference from the former members of the Hurt business and the Usos Bruce hat Seth Rollins with super kicks. Onto NXT, LA Knight called out Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller defeated Dexter Lumis. The Creed Brothers defeated Josh Briggs and Briggs Jensen in a Dusty Classic first round match. Dante Shen vs. Guru Raj ended in a no contest after interference from a returning Duke Hudson. Tony T. Angelo called out the North American champion Carmella Hayes during Pete Dunne's memorial service in quotation marks because Pete Dunne is not obviously dead Ivy now defeated Kaylee Raine Malik Baden and Idris Nolfe defeated the guy Del Fantasma in a Dusty Classic first round match Dakota, Dakota Kai defeated Ulysses Leon and in the main event Walter defeated Roderick Strong and then announced he's changing his name to Gunther yeah I'm not happy about it either and on Smackdown Seth Rollins and Raine Reigns raised the stakes of their Royal Rumble Universal title match by making a tag team match official for the main event of Smackdown if the Usos were to win that match when Rose and Seth Rollins would be off the table for Royal Rumble but if Seth Rollins and his tag team partner Kevin Owens were to win the match then the Usos would be barred from ringside. Cody Kane defeats Mad Madcap Moss, Aaliyah defeated Natalia by disqualification, the Viking Raiders defeated Los Sotharios. The Smackdown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair defeats Naomi after Soniaville made herself a referee and counted a, like, almost a submission, as if Naomi actually tapped out, but she did not. Johnny Knoxville hit Sami Zayn with, like, a shock stick thing in an episode of insane Sheamus defeated Ricochet, and in the main event, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens defeated the Usos by disqualification after Roman Reigns viciously attacked Seth Rollins, therefore, at the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins is still happening, but the Usos are barred from ringside. That is everything that went down this past week in WWE television. Back to you guys. We got
1: Ms. Nikki Sombrero here is about to uh this about to throw down friendly. some some about hot rhymes. Throw down some hot rhymes. It'd probably be easier with a bounce. Socks. <laughs> so uh by Nikki the Som- introvert who was terrified of
0: children word. Zeus <laughs> <laughs> <and sues> himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alrighty, uh Ms. Sombrero. By all means. Oh boy. Let's get this crackle eating.
4: Alrighty, Let's see if I can do this. Fox, <laughs> socks, box, knocks, knocks and box, fox and socks, knocks on fox and socks and box, socks on knocks and knocks and box. Fox and socks on box on knocks. Chicks with bricks come. Chicks with blocks come. Chicks with bricks and box and clocks come. Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Crack, sorry.
1: It's all right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with chicks and clocks, sir. First, I'll make a quick trick brick stack. Then I'll make a quick trick block stack. You can make a quick trick chick stack. You can make a quick trick clock stack. And here's a new trick, Mr. Knox. Socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks on bricks and blocks. Bricks and blocks on knocks and box now we come to ticks and talk sir try to say this mr noxer clocks on fox tick clocks on Knox talk six six bricks tick six six chicks talk please sir i don't like this trick sir my tongue isn't quick or slick sir i get all those ticks and clocks sir Mixed up with the chicks and toxer. I can't do it, Mr. Foxer. I'm so sorry, Mr. Knoxer. Here's an easy game to play. Here's an easy thing to say New socks, two socks. Who's socks? Sue socks. Who sews? who socks? Sue sews Sue socks. Who sees? Who sews? Who's a new sockser? You see, Sue sews Sue's new sockser. <laughs> that was the hardest part. That, that's of hard not idea. easy, Mr. Foxer. <laughs> Who comes? Crow comes. Slow Joe crow comes. Who sews crow's clothes? Sue sews crow's clothes. Slow Joe crows sews whose clothes? Sue's clothes. Sue sews socks of fox and socks now. Slow Joe crow sees cock, Not. Fox now. <laughs> <laughs> sows rose on slow crow crow's
1: clothes.
4: sows hose on slow joe's crows, crow's nose. Hose grows, rose grows. Nose hose grows some. Crows rose grows some. Mr. Fox, I hate this game, sir. This game makes my tongue quite lame, sir. Mr. Knox, sir, what a shame, sir. We'll find something new to do now. Here is lots of new blue goo now. New goo, blue goo, gooey gooey. Blue goo, new goo, gluey gluey. Gooey goo for chewy chewing. That's what that goo goose is doing. Do you choose to chew goo too, sir? If, sir, you, sir, choose to chew, sir. With the goo, goose, chew, sir. Do, sir. Mr. Fox, <laughs> sir, I won't do it. I can't say it. I won't chew it. Very well, sir. Step this way. We'll find another game to play. Bim comes. Ben comes. Bim brings Ben broom. Ben brings Bim broom. Ben bends Bim's broom. Bim bends Ben's Bim's broom. Ben Ben's Bims bends, bends bins, Ben's bent broom breaks. Bims bent broom breaks. Ben's band, Bims band, big bands, pig bands. Bim and Ben lead bands with brooms. Ben's band bangs and Bims band booms. Pig band boom band, big band broom band. My poor mouth can't say that, no sir. My poor mouth is much too slow, sir. Well then, bring your mouth this way. I'll find it something it can say. Luke Luck likes lakes. Luke's duck likes lakes. Luke Luck licks lakes. Lux duck licks lakes. Y'all are so waiting for me to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> duck takes licks in lakes. Luke Luck likes. Luke Luck takes licks in lakes, duck likes. I can't blast such blibber blubber. My tongue isn't made of rubber. Mr. Knox, now come on now, come on now. You don't have to be so dumb now. Try to say this, Mr. Knox, please. Through these cheese trees, three free fleas flew. While these fleas flew, freezy breeze blew. Freezy breeze made these three trees freeze. Freezy trees made these trees cheese freeze. That's what made these three free fleas sneeze. Stop it. Stop it. That's enough, sir. I can't say such silly stuff, sir. Well then, Mr. Knox, sir, let's have a little talk about Tweedle Beetles. What do you know about Tweedle Beetles? Well, when Tweedle Beetle fight, it's called a Tweedle Beetle battle. And when they battle in a puddle, it's a Tweedle... Beetle puddle battle. And when Tweedle beetles battle with paddles in a puddle, they call it a Tweedle beetle puddle paddle battle. battle. And when beetles battle beetles in a puddle battle puddle, <laughs> and these beetle battle puddle is a puddle in a bottle, they call this a Tweedle beetle bottle puddle battle, puddle battle, paddle battle muddle. <laughs> And when beetles fight these battles in a bottle with their paddles, and the bottle's on a poodle, and the poodle's eating noodles, they call this a muddle puddle tweedle poodle beetle noodle paddle bottle (laughs) battle. And, now wait a minute, Mr. Socks. When a fox is in a bottle where the Tweedle Beetles battle with their paddles in a puddle on a noodle-eating poodle, this is what they call a Tweedle Beetle Noodle Poodle bottled, paddled, muddled, duddled, fuddled, wuddled fox in a sock, sir. Fox in a socks. Our game is done, sir. Thank you for a lot of fun, sir. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey, all right. That was Nikki Sombrero's turn at the Fox and Sox Hello. Challenge. The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. True. Nervous. Very. Very dreadfully nervous. I had been and am. But why would you say that I'm mad? The disease had sharpened my senses, not destroyed, not dulled them. Above all, was a sense of hearing acute. I heard all things in the heaven and the earth I heard many things in hell How then am I mad? Hearken and observe how healthily How calmly I can tell you the whole story It is impossible to say How first the idea entered my brain But once conceived it haunted me day and night Object? There was none Passion? There was none I loved the old man he had never wronged me he had never given me insult for his gold I had no desire I think it was his eye yes it was this one of his eyes resembled that of a vulture a pale blue eye with a film over it whenever it fell upon me my blood ran cold and so by degrees very gradually I made up my mind to take the life of the old man and thus rid myself of the eye forever. Now, this is the point you fancy me mad. Mad men know nothing. But you should have seen me. You should have seen how wisely I proceeded, with what caution, with what foresight, with what dissimulation I went to work. I was never kinder to the old man than during the whole week before I killed him. And every night, about midnight, I turned the latch of his door and opened it so gently and then when I had made an opening sufficient for my head I put in a dark lantern all closed closed so that no light shone out and then I thrust in my head oh you would have laughed to see how cunningly I thrust it in I moved it slowly very very slowly so that I might not disturb the old man's sleep took me an hour to place my head within the opening so far that I could see him as he lay upon his bed. Ha! What a madman have been so wise as this. And then, when my head was well in the room, I undid the lantern cautiously. Oh, so cautiously. Cautiously, for the hinges creaked. I undid it just so much that a single thin ray fell upon the vulture eye. this I did for seven long nights every night just at midnight but I found the eye always closed and so it was impossible to do the work for it was not the old man who vexed me but his evil eye and every morning when the day broke I went boldly into the chamber and spoke courageously to him calling him by name in a hearty tone and inquiring how he had passed the night so you see, he would have been a very profound old man, indeed, to suspect that every night, just at twelve, I looked in upon him while he slept. Upon the eighth night, I was more than usually cautious in opening the door. A watch's minute hand moves more quickly than did mine. Never before that night had I felt the extent of my own powers, of my sagacity. I could scarcely contain my feelings of triumph. I think that there I was, opening the door little by little, and he not even to dream of my secret deeds or thoughts. I fairly chuckled at the idea, and perhaps he heard me, for he moved on the bed suddenly as if startled. Now you may think that I drew back, but no. His room was as black as pitch with the thick darkness, for the shutters were closed fastened through fear for robbers. And so I knew that he could not see the opening of the door. And I kept pushing it on steadily. Steadily. I had my head in. And was about to open the lantern. When my thumb slipped upon the tin fastening. And the old man sprang up in the bed. Crying out, who's there? I kept quite still and said nothing. For a whole hour I did not move a muscle. And in the meantime... I did not hear him lie down, he was still sitting up in the bed listening, just as I have done night after night, hearkening to the death watches in the wall. Presently I heard a slight groan, and I knew it was the groan of mortal terror, it was not a groan of pain, or of grief, oh no, it was the low stifled sound that arises from the bottom of the soul when overcharged with awe, I knew the sound well, many a night just at midnight. When all the world slept, it was welled up from my own bosom, deepening with its dreadful echo. The terrors had distracted me. I say I knew it well. I knew what the old man felt, pitied him. Although I chuckled at heart, I knew that he had been lying awake ever since the first slight noise. When he had turned them to bed, his fears had been ever since growing upon him. He'd been trying to fancy them causeless, but could not. He'd been saying to himself, It's nothing but the wind in the chimney. It is only a mouse crossing the floor. Or, it is merely a cricket, which has made a single chirp. Yes. He has been trying to comfort himself with these suppositions, but he had found all in vain. All in vain because death in approaching him had stalked with his black shadow before him. And enveloped the victim, and it was the mournful influence of the unperceived shadow that caused him to feel, although he neither saw nor heard, to feel the presence of my head within the room. When I had waited a long time, very patiently without hearing him lie down, I resolved to open a little, a very, very little crevice in the lantern, so I opened it cannot imagine how stealthily, stealthily until, at length, a single dim ray, like the thread of the spider, shot from out the crevice and fell upon the vulture eye. It was open, wide, wide open, and I grew furious as I gazed upon it. I saw it with perfect distinctness, all a dull blue. "'with a hideous veil over it "'that chilled the very marrow in my bones. "'But I could see nothing else "'of the old man's face or person, "'for I had directed the ray "'as if by instinct "'precisely upon the damned spot. "'And now, "'have I not told you "'that what you mistake for madness "'is but over-acuteness of the senses? "'Now, I say, "'there came to my ears a low, "'dull quick sound.' such as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I knew that sound well, too. It was the beating of the old man's heart. It increased my fury, as the beating of a drum stimulates the soldier into courage. But even yet, I refrained and kept still. I scarcely breathed. I held the lantern motionless. I tried how steadily I could maintain the ray upon the eye. Meantime, the hellish tattoo of the heart increased. It grew quicker, quicker, louder, and louder every instant. The old man's terror must have been extreme. It grew louder, I say louder every moment. Do you mark me well? Have I told you that I am nervous? So I am. And now, at the dead hour of the night, amid the dreadful silence of that old house so strange a noise as this excited me to uncontrollable terror, yet, for some minutes longer I refrained and stood still, but the beating grew louder, louder, I thought the heart must burst, and now a new anxiety seized me, the sound would be heard by a neighbor, the old man's hour had come, with a loud yell I threw open the lantern and leaped into the room, he shrieked once once only in an instant I dragged him to the floor and pulled the heavy bed over him I then smiled gaily to find the deed so far done but for many minutes the heart beat on with a muffled sound this however did not vex me it would not be heard through the wall at length it ceased the old man was dead I removed the bed and examined the corpse yes he was stoned stone dead I placed my hand upon the heart and held there many minutes there was no pulsation he was stone dead his eye would trouble me no more if still you think me mad you will think so no longer when I describe the wise precautions I took for the concealment of the body the night waned and I worked hastily but in silence first of all I dismembered the corpse I cut off the head and the arms and the legs I then took up three planks from the flooring of the chamber, deposited it all between the scantlings, and then replaced the board so cleverly, so cunningly, that no human eye, not even his, could have detected anything wrong. There was nothing to wash out, no stain of any kind, no blood spot, whatever. I had been too wary for that. A tub had caught all. Information had been lodged at the police office and they, the officers, had been deputed to search the premises. I smiled for what had I to fear? I bade the gentleman welcome. the shriek said it was my own in a dream. The old man I mentioned was absent in the country. I took my visitors all over the house. I bade them search, search well, led them at length to his chamber, showed them his treasures secure undisturbed. In the enthusiasm of my confidence, I brought chairs into the room and desired them here to rest from their fatigues, while I myself, in the wild audacity of my perfect triumph, placed my own seat upon the very spot beneath which reposed the corpse of the victim. (laughs) The officers were satisfied. My manner had convinced them. I was singularly at ease. They sat, and while I answered cheerily, They chatted of familiar things, but ere long I felt myself getting pale and wished them gone. My head ached, and I fancied a ringing in my ears, but still they sat, and still chatted. The ringing became more distinct, it continued and became more distinct. I talked more freely to get rid of the feeling, but it continued and gained definitiveness until at length I found that the noise was not within my ears. No doubt, I grew very pale, but I talked more fluently and with a heightened voice, yet the sound increased, what could I do? It was a low, dull, quick sound, much such a sound as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I gasped for breath, and yet the officers heard it not. I talked more quickly, more vehemently, but the noise steadily increased. I arose and argued about trifles, in a high key and with violent gesticulations, but the noise steadily increased. Why would they not be gone? I paced the floor to and fro with heavy strides, as if excited to fury by the observations of the men, but the noise steadily increased. Oh God, what could I do? I foamed. I raved. I swore. I swung the chair upon which I had been sitting. "'and grafted upon the boards, "'but the noise arose over all "'and continually increased. "'It grew louder, 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 still the men chatted pleasantly and smiled. "'Was it possible they heard not? "'Almighty God, no, no, they heard. "'They suspected, they knew. "'They were making a mockery of my horror. "'This I thought, and this I think, "'but anything was better than this agony. "'Anything was more tolerable than this derision.' I could bear those hypocritical smiles no longer. I felt that I must scream or die, and now again, hark, louder, 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 louder! Villains! I shrieked. Dissemble no more. I admit the deed. Tear up the planks. Here, here! It is the beating of his hideous heart.
0: Now, with a fact finder from the East, Anna! 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 Anna!
2: hello, hello. So, the big snowstorm has been going on for two days. And it's still ongoing. We spent the night at my parents' place in Espoo, near Nokia, where the snowbanks have been measured to be up to fifty-three centimeters high. So in inches, that would be almost twenty-one. And we have got twenty centimeters snow. Just in the last 24 hours, uh, in in inches about 7 and (laughs) 7.9, and it really is still heavily snowing more. (laughs) There are warnings all over the news here in Finland about the driving conditions are uh, being bad, and that people should stay home. Of course we had to drive home anyway. Uh, The drive from Espoo to our home in Hyvinkää is a little less than an hour away. It went okay. This storm is big. (laughs) Uh, Here in Finland it's called Valtteri-Myrsky. And this same snowstorm is... Uh, called Malik in Sweden. But I don't know any more names for it. Uh, But what would really like to know? Do you, Americans, give names to your storms? And if so, I believe you have some kind of similar situation in there right now too. What is the name of this storm you have there? I took some pictures of the snow, of the amount of snow uh, at my parents' place, where there is more, slightly more snow than we do have it here. And I took some photos on our yard. And, and if I find some interesting other pictures of the amazing amount of snow, or the storm, I will put them all in Hannah's podcast Twitter and Instagram. So if you're, if you're interested, go check them out. Uh, also, I have really been sleeping on my Twitter account. I <laughs> forgot to keep posting stuff there. But now I have a lot of quick facts and myths ready to be posted there at least a couple times a week. There are at least two or three new ones now over there and and I have many more in my phone just waiting to be put in Twitter. You can probably... Uh, from my tired voice and me forgetting even more words than usually that I am kind of tired. <laughs> but let's try to keep this as easy and breezy and light as possible. <laughs> so this time just Kind of my (laughs) Twitter-style quick facts and myths. And our first quick fact. Someone who has geomelophagia has the urge to eat raw potatoes. And now a quick myth. MSG equals headaches. MSG is short from monosodium glutamate also known as sodium glutamate. Is sodium salt of glutamic acid. MSG is found naturally in some foods, including tomatoes and cheese in this glutamic acid form acid form and there are no scientific proof of it causing headaches just some anecdotal evidence implicating monosodium glutamate Glutamate. and a fact the bumblebee bat is the world's smallest mammal it is also really cute <laughs> and a myth everyone died young in the middle ages uh, yeah uh, the average life expect expectancy in the middle ages is scu- skewed young because there was so much infant mortality but if a person lived to adulthood it wasn't uncommon to live to be anywhere from 60 to 7 60 to 80 years old and a quick fact the philippines consists of 7641 islands and a myth lightning Never strikes the same place twice. Anyone familiar with lightning rods could probably already tell you there's nothing stopping lightning from hitting the same spot twice. The Empire State Building, for example, once endured 8 strikes in 24 minutes during a storm. Even without a lightning rod, there's nothing keeping lightning away from the spot that just got hit. In fact, the features that made the spot likely to get hit once, height, the presence of standing water, or terrain shape, for example, would be just as attractive to a second bolt to to the National Severe Storms Laboratory. A fact. Sudan has more pyramids than any country in the world. Not only does Sudan have more pyramids than Egypt, but the numbers aren't even close. While 138 pyramids have been discovered in Egypt, Sudan, boasts around 255. Myth. Daddy long legs are the most poisonous spider, but their fangs aren't long enough to break human skin. First things first. There's an order of Arcanid called daddy long legs, that aren't actually spiders at all and don't have venom glands. those are clearly not the most poisonous spider. But there is another creature called a, a daddy long legs spider. And that one does, in fact, have short fangs and venom. But here's the catch. There have been no scientific studies injecting humans with that venom and comparing the effects to other spiders for obvious ethical reasons. So there's really no basis for this myth. In fact, a Mythbusters spider specialist compared Daddy Long leg spider venom to a black widow's and found out the red-bellied arganids was more toxic and then a fact lemons float but limes sink (laughs) lemons and limes both have densities that are very close to water so you would expect that they would both both float. However, limes are slightly denser than lemons, which is why they sink and lemons float. And a myth. More people are alive today than have died throughout history. It has been suggested that about 6 billion people have died since the time uh, the Egyptian pyramids were built. That would be about a billion fewer than the number of people on earth today. But even if we used the most conservative dating methods for the age of the earth, young earth theories attribute an age somewhere between 6,000 to 10,000 years to the Earth, the pyramids were still a relatively late event. There would have to have been many millions of people, perhaps billions of people, who died before then. Our current global population just can't keep up. Moreover, One has to exclude infanticide, which has a relatively long history, and yet is often overlooked or explained away in formal reporting. That phenomenon is sure to throw off this comparison. It is true, however, that life expectancy is generally improved in many parts of the world, though not by that much. And then a fact. Our circulatory system is more than 60,000 miles long. And a myth. You'll get warts if you touch a toad. <laughs> While humans get warts from viruses The bumps on the frogs are glands. Secretions might irritate your skin, but you won't be left with warts. And a fact. People once ate arsenic to improve their skin. (laughs) There were skin products on the market in the late 19th century, like Dr. James P. Campbell's safe, <laughs> safe arsenic complexion wafers, that were meant to be eaten. They claimed to get rid of freckles, freckles blackheads and other facial disfigurements. Yes... No worries about your skin when you die. Corpses don't mind spots on their faces. And now a myth. George Washington chopped down a cherry tree. Except no, he did not. This never actually happened. And a fact. It takes a drop of water 90 days to travel the entire Mississippi River. And a myth. Mussolini made the trains run on time. This is false and only propaganda. A fact. There is enough gold inside Earth to coat the whole planet. Most of it is in the earth's deepest core another myth sharks can smell blood from a mile away sharks do have an incredible sense of smell and they can smell blood at one part per million about a cup of water in a swimming pool uh, but that is far from sensing an ocean's worth of potential prey. And a fact. There are parts of Africa in all four hemispheres. And a myth. Uh, Julius Caesar was born by Caesarian section. <laughs> Caesar was born by natural birth in the customary way. The cesarean section, surgical birthing procedure, draws its name from the Lex Caesarea, uh, well, sorry if I butchered that name again. <laughs> Lex, C- Lex Caesarea, law of Caesar. Which stated that a child is to be cut from the womb of the mother if the mother died during childbirth. Apparently, the ancient word had precedent for C-section birth, though it is unknown if the procedure. Had a statistically significant survival rate for the mother, and I just have to say, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this myth had this myth had so many difficult words, or maybe I just am really out of it because I have been ill. Oh my god, but I will soldier on. Next one is a fact. Running amok is a medically recognized mental condition considered a culturally bound syndrome. A person running amok in Malaysia starts with a period of brooding and then commits a sudden, frenzied mass attack wow and now it's time for our last myth and it is a disgusting one so brace yourselves earwigs bury into your ears thank god this is a myth but just you wait Despite the fact that they like dark, cozy places, you would rarely find an earwig in anyone's ears. Admittedly, their name did come from an 18th century belief that the bugs buried into sleeping human's ears and into their brains into their brains causing pain deafness and even death (laughs) of course that of course that turned out to be a myth (sighs) now we know that they feed on plants and sometimes smaller insects but they are not dangerous to humans i am so disgusted and (laughs) i am so happy it's only a myth but i'm sure i will have nightmares from this for weeks now after that disgusting myth (laughs) we need something light to end up my segment today so here's a quick fun fact. A cow-bison hybrid is called a beefalo. And I love that. So, that was all from me today. I'll see you next time. Bye!
0: Of all right. Okay. Good introduce the host of the show, the man. Right. With the fox and socks here uh, with him.
2: All right, let's see. He's what wearing we'll
0: the fox. Here. He's I handling socks. This yeah. is Mole. All right, here we go. <clears throat> fox and socks. My Dr. Seuss.
1: Fox and socks, box nox. Knocks and box, fox and socks. Knocks on fox and socks and box. Socks no- socks on knocks and knocks and box. Fox and socks on box on nox. Chicks with bricks come, chicks with blocks come, chicks with bricks and blocks and clocks come. Look, sir, look, sir, Mr. Knox, sir. Let's do tricks with bricks and blocks, sir. Let's do tricks with chicks and clocks, sir. First, I'll make a quick trick brick stack. Then, I'll make a quick trick block stack. You can make a quick tricks chick stack, and you can make a quick trick clock stack. And here's a new trick, Mr. Knox socks on chicks and chicks on fox. Fox on clocks on bricks and blocks. Bricks and blocks on knocks on box. Now we come to ticks and tocks, sir. Try to say this, Mr. Knox, sir. Clocks on fox, tick. Clocks on knocks, talk. Six, sick, sick, bricks, tick. Six, six, chicks, tock. Please, mister. Oh, please, sir. Whatever. I don't like this trick, sir. My tongue isn't quick or slick, sir. I get all those ticks and clocks, sir. Mixed up with sorry. the chicks and talks, sir. <laughs> I can't do it, Mr. Fox, sir. I'm so sorry, Mr. Knox, sir. Here's an easy game to play. Here's an easy thing to say. New socks. Two socks. Who socks? Sue socks. Who so, Sue, so, 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 who so's whose socks? Sue so, Sue so, socks. So, so. Who sees who so, who's new socks, sir? You see Sue so, Sue's so, new socks, sir. That's not easy, Mr. Fox, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes? Crow comes. Slow Joe Crow comes. It's kind of racist. <laughs> Who sews Crow's clothes? Oh, so. Who Sue sews Crow's clothes? Slow Joe Crow sews whose clothes? Sue's clothes. Sue sews socks of Fox and socks now. Slow Joe Crow sews knocks and box now. Sue <laughs> <laughs> sews Rose on Slow Joe Crow's clothes. Fox sews. Hose on slow Joe Crow's nose. Hose goes, rose grows. Nose hose goes hum. Crow's rose grows mother? some. Where's
0: my money, Rose?
1: Mister Fox, I hate this game, sir. This game makes my tongue quite lame, sir. Mister Knox, sir, what a shame, sir. We'll find something new to do now. Here's lots of new blue goo now. New goo, blue goo, gooey gooey, blue goo, new goo, gluey gluey. gluey. Gooey gooey for chewy chewing. That's what that goo goose is doing. You choose to chew goo too, sir? If sir, you sir, choose to chew, sir. With the goo goose, chew, sir, do, sir. Mr. Fox, sir, I won't do it.
0: I I can't say I won't chew it. Very well, sir.
1: Step this way. We'll find another game to play. Bim comes, Ben comes. Bim brings, Ben (laughs) through Ben brings Bim broom. Ben bans Ben's broom. Bim bans Ben's broom. Damn Ben. Bim's bands. Bans bands. Ben's bam broom breaks. Bim's band broom breaks. <laughs> Ben's band, Bim's band. Big bands, big bands. Bim and Ben lead bands with brooms. Ben's band bangs and Bim's band brooms. Pig band. Boom band, big band, broom band. My poor mouth can't say that. No, sir. My poor mouth is much too slow, sir. Well then, bring your bitch mouth this way. (laughs) I'll find it something it can say. Luke luck likes lakes. Luke's duck likes lakes. Luke luck licks lakes. Luck's duck licks lakes. Duck takes licks. In lakes, Luke luck likes. Luke luck takes licks
0: in lakes, duck likes.
1: I can't blab such blither
0: blabber. My tongue isn't made of rubber. Mr. Knox,
1: now come now, come now. You don't have to be so dumb now. Try to say this, Mr. Knox, please. Through three cheese cheese trees, three free fleas flew. While these fleas flew, freezy breeze flew, flew. Freezy Breeze made these three trees freeze. And then Freezy Trees made these trees cheese freeze. That's what made these three free fleas sneeze.
0: Stop it. Stop it. That's enough, sir. I can't say such silly stuff, sir. Very well. Very well then, Mr. Knox, sir.
1: Let's have a little talk about Tweedle Beetles. What do you know about Tweedle (laughs) Beetles? No. Well... When Tweedle Beetles fight, it's called a Tweedle Beetle battle. And when they battle in a puddle, it's a Tweedle Beetle puddle battle. And when these Tweedle Beetles battle with paddles in a puddle, they call it a Tweedle Beetle puddle paddle battle. And when Beetles battle Beetles in a puddle paddle battle, and the Beetle Battle puddle is a puddle in a bottle, they call this a Tweedle Beetle Bottle Puddle Paddle battle. battle Muddle. And, and, when beetles fight these battles in a bottle with their paddles, and the bottle's on a poodle, and the poodle's eating noodles, shit, they call this a Muddle Puddle Tweedle poodle Beetle Noodle Bottle Paddle Battle. And, now, now wait a minute, m- Mr. Sox, Fox, when a fox is in the bottle, where the Tweedle Beetles battle with their paddles in a puddle on a noodle-eating poodle. This is what they call a Tweedle Beetle Noodle Poodle Bottle Paddle Muddle duddle Fuddled Wuddled Foxy and Socks, sir. Fox and Socks, our game is done, sir. Thank you for a lot of fun, sir. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And next week on the show, we shall have... Beetle Battles Beetle Battles <laughs> I've and got a puddle my battle muddle. training already <laughs> We're gonna have a Puddle model too
1: Once upon a midnight tree, While I pondered weak and weary Over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore While I nodded nearly napping Suddenly there came a tapping As of someone gently rapping Rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly, I remember, it was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly, I wished the morrow. Vainly, I had sought to borrow, from my book, Surcease of Sorrow, Sorrow for the Lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore. Name Nameless here. Nevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating Some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door? Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door? this it is nothing more presently my soul grew stronger hesitating then no longer sir said I or madam truly your forgiveness I implore but the fact is I was napping and so gently you came rapping and so faintly you came tapping tapping at my chamber door then I scarce for sure heard you and I opened open wide the doors darkness there Nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams of no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this. Nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I. Surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see. Then, what they're at is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Is the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter. When, with many a flirt and flutter. In there stepped the stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obedient made he, not a minute stopped or no stayed he. But with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and set, nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance at war. though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, Art sure no craven? Ghastly grim and ancient raven Wandering from the nightly shore Tell me what thy lordly name is On the night's plutonian shore Quote the raven Nevermore Much I marveled this ungainly fowl To hear discourse so plainly Though its answer little meaning Little relevancy bore For we cannot help agreeing That no living human being Ever yet was blessed with seeing Bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, Other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, What it utters is its only stock in store. Caught from some unhappy master, Unmerciful master, Followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore. Till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er. But whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press. Ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, Swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee. By these angels he hath sent thee. Respit, respit, and repent thee from the memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind, repent, of and forget this lost Lenore. Take the raven, nevermore. Prophet. be that word our sign in parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting, get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore, leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken, leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door, quote the raven, never more, and the raven never flitting. Still is sitting, still is sitting On that pallid bust of palace just above my chamber door And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's That is dreaming And the lamplight or is streaming Throws his shadow on the floor And my soul from out that shadow That lies floating on the floor Shall be lifted Nevermore I'm Sam. Sam, I am. That's Sam I am. That's Sam I am. I, I do not like that Sam I am. Do you like, like green eggs and ham? I, I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Would you, you like you them like here or there? I would not like them here or there. I would not like them anywhere. I do, I, do like I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them sam my Would, Would you like you them like in a house? house? Would you like I them don't. with a mouth? With a fox? Not in a box. Not with a fox. Not in a house. Not with a mouse. I would not eat them here or there. I would not eat them anywhere. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam and him. Would you, could you, in a car? Eat them, eat them, here they are. I would not could not in a car. You may like them. You will see. You may you like, may like them, them in a tree. I do not like them in a tree. I would not, could not... in a tree. Not in a car. You let me be. I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a fox. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a mouse I do not like like them them. here or there I do not like them anywhere I do not like Green Eggs and Ham I do not like them Sam I am A A train? A train? A train? A train? Could you, would you want a train? Not in a train Not in a tree Not in a car Sam let me be would not, could not, in a box. I could not, would not, with a fox. I will not eat them with a mouse. I will not eat them in a house. I will not eat them here or there. I will not eat them anywhere. I do not like them. Say, I am. Say, in the dark. Here, in the dark. Would you, could you, in the dark? could not in the dark would you could do in the rain i would not could not in the rain not in the dark not in a train not in a car not in a tree i do not like that sand you see I will not eat them in the rain, I will not eat them on the train. Not in the dark, not in a tree, not in a car. Now let me be. I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with a fox. I will not eat them in a house. I will not eat them with a mouse. I do not like them here or there, I do not like them anywhere. I do not like eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam I am. You do not like them, so you say. Try them, try them, and you may. Try them and you may, I say. Sam! eat them here or there. I'll eat them anywhere. I do so like green eggs and ham. Thank you. Thank you, Sam-I-Am.